Thank you for joining us on Vagina Talks. I'm thrilled to have you here and I want to have you everywhere we are. So I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. That is where you can support, become a member, join the virtual temple, get behind scenes, all the good stuff, support this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the medicine, the free flow, the real, 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 real talk. Would love to have you as part of the community over there. Consider yourself invited. Come on over. I'm Samantha Rise, and welcome to Vagina Talks, where we speak about, to, and from vaginas. This is a show of alchemy, where we turn poison into medicine, disconnection into wisdom, and isolated wounds into communal peacemaking. Here's your host, Sophia Wise One. You already know everything they can teach you. You already know everything they could say. We are here to remind you what you already, already, already know. I just want to take a minute to acknowledge that Vagina Talks understands that gender is fluid and dynamic and goes way beyond the binary of either woman or man, she or him, and that in fact it's a living and evolving thing that's actually personal, person to person, and that our bodies, even our understanding or the ways that we experience them can vary. It's important for me that that's something that has space here on Vagina Talks, and at the same time, I also am carrying this understanding that womanhood and the experience of the feminine and all of the female in the splitting of that binary has been injured, has been hurt, has been dismantled. And so I'm looking to have a space where the feminine and the female and the female body is reclaimed and respected and lifted and inspected and known, as well as a space that goes beyond the binary and that acknowledges that these are limited constructs mostly put upon us and that we're in the process of evolving into something more whole and more true. Just wanted to say that some of my guests will use incredibly binary language for whatever reason from the places that they come from. And I just wanted to let you know that Vagina Talks has a much wider understanding and it's a living one. So feel free to chime in as we go along. Without further ado, today's episode. Hello and welcome back to Vagina Talks. I am your host, Sophia Wise One, and I am really excited about today in life in general. I've been having this experience recently. I, uh, since the last episode we did, Kim and I did a divorce ceremony, and it was as gorgeous, I swear to you, it was as gorgeous as our wedding, just totally different. So love-filled, so respectful, so grateful gratitude bananas. And uh, after we sit with that for a little bit, I'm going to do an episode and talk about what it consisted of and do really kind of share um, and go into that. In the meantime, we're just kind of letting that that prayerful space ripple through us. And I have to say, I woke up the next day feeling fabulous. I'm feeling like there's so much space and I feel like I'm coming, coming home to myself, coming back out of whatever you know, it's a threshold, I guess. It was just the past couple of months have been this threshold, this birth canal that many, many, many people have been going through. I've been talking about, we've all just been kind of coming through this, 
this spring birth. And I personally feel like a huge exhale, a huge exhale of arriving on um, this other side, which of course is then filled with all of this energy, all of this excitement, all of this need for rest and discernment, because there's lots to do. So much to do and so much to be with uh, in this in this new in this newness. So part of that is I'm in this other side of this threshold and this journey into a new threshold into the new journey is I am uh, doing kind of live more recent uh, having guests on and today I am really excited. Uh, Mariella and I connected months ago and just hit it off and thought yeah we we have magic to make together and uh, she's on here today and brought her uh, duo partner with their movement and music project the positive force team howdy 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 hello the two of them um, Javier is a Colombian Argentinian expat meaning from Colombia now an Argentinian expat and Marielle is from North America, and uh, they both are in Argentina now. And uh, and Mariella Marie has been called a Renaissance woman who sings from her vagina. Hey now, hey now, that's amazing, Mariella. That's what you say. <laughs> Welcome to Vagina Talk. Thank you. And, uh, and Javier Coy is a Colombian artist, record producer, songwriter, musician, and engineer from Bogota. Let's hear your voice. Hi, how are you? Dad. Thanks for inviting us. Oh, that's the Javier we all know there and love. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. They are on a mission. They're investigating and sharing the art of living through conscious social art and music avenues meant to heighten the vibrations of the collective public. Is that too heavy? Yeah. No. <laughs> right? That's the thing. It's the thing. It's We're, we're here to... It's, I, it's heavy. It's, I think it's... Um, specific mm -hmm. heighten the vibrations right elevating the vibrations bringing up the uh, resonance bringing into kind of higher frequency the collective public the shared experience your art is meant to heighten and enlighten and bring forth us as a collective yeah totally and I mean I would argue and say all art should be doing that in one form or the other um, whether it be, you know, working in the dark arts or the light arts, I'll throw that in there as well. Everything isn't going to be peaches and cream and rainbows and unicorns and make everyone feel good. Um, you know, uh, we have coined the, the sound and the, and the, the vibe that we are producing, uh, as journey music. So it's great that you started off the podcast talking about walking into a new threshold and like, you know, going on this new journey. And it's been really hard for us to define like, you know, what our sound is in terms of, of, of that it's not just sound. Sound is more than just uh, putting it into a category. It's a feeling. We've been doing a lot of investigating on, you know, like the healing powers of all these different kinds of ways that your body interprets and, and connects with sensations to understand, you know, the world and, and ourselves and, and the people that we surround ourselves with and strangers as well. Um, so like, you know, journey music seems to fit what we do because I mean, and, and we'd love to hear your, your feedback as well. 
well when we when we share um you know any any audio or visuals of our experience a tangible experience of our project people have some cool feedback for us and and so we had to say this is like journey music people are going inside and they're coming out like wow this is nice <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess, um, yeah, what did you think about Roots? I mean, we can tell your listeners that we have, uh, we've been working on some new music. Javier, you want to tell them about that? About what? The, <laughs> the new music. <laughs> the new music. We've been spending hours laboring. Um, we're having lots of fun doing this this first album. We're, we're also trying to figure out um lots of like more deep questions about us also like why we're doing music was the whole point of this new album how we can also like uh share knowledge and feelings and maybe also try with all this art trying to i don't know like get to other people and and make them i don't know try to feel them better maybe i think so i we're trying to we're trying to do something more deeply conscious with music and with this project. So it's cool. We're having lots of fun. Like we're meeting lots of people that they also want to be part of it. So we're also like discovering like the huge potential that is to uh, create like a like community intelligence. And I don't know how you say it in, in English, but like like this kind of thing that is created around not just one person but like lots of people uh, coming together yeah coming together mm -hmm. nice what did you think about roots when you saw that's that's basically our creation story um we got together i heard some music that javier was producing here uh the music scene or the art scene i should say in general here the living space i should say make it mm. even bigger here in buenos aires uh, it's full of expats Full of people, I mean, full of Argentines, obviously, but also there, I mean, at any given point, I could be at a table, lunch table with people from Ireland, um, South Africa, Colombia, down the street in Inglewood that I didn't meet in Inglewood when I used to live in L.A., but I met here in Buenos Aires, like, you know, Brazil. And it's just like this this huge uh this beautiful texture of of like people who have the 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 i don't know the desire to experience life outside of their motherland if that makes sense and and so well we can talk a lot about that in a minute but uh just to tell you about how we started this creation story i heard some music that javier was working with um with a with a canadian poet and rapper and artist and i was like who is this guy that produced this and i found him out i did like a little stalking and i was like let me let me ask him if he wants to like work on some music with me and then from there we realized that we were like on the same page of how we wanted to present music how we wanted to investigate music and sound and um and and uh awareness within ourselves and then also like how we wanted to share that with people so <clears throat> so he was like well what's what's the first song you want to work on and i said well that's a big i have so many songs in my head how do i answer that and and i said you know i guess let's start with this one song that for whatever reason it's uh, it's definitely a medicine song you know because I wrote the I wrote the poem when I was in LA like having some some hard times like so annoyed with I guess in a nutshell we can call it capitalism <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was just walking in circles in my room like 
Mm-hmm. I, I, and I was and I was writing. I got my roots planted in a land called nowhere, with the mountains in front and the sky under my feet. I got my roots planted in a land called nowhere, with the mountains in front and the sky under my feet. And I kept saying it, and I started to bring it out of this tiny room in my apartment, my super expensive apartment in LA. I was like, I'm just I'm working in a restaurant to pay this rent to have no money. Like what is happening? And I and and actually that's when I first I adopted or I was shared. Someone shared a mantra with me. It was my first mantra. I was like low key about to become depressed. Like I didn't go to school and study performance art to come here to be a waitress for like ever. You know, like what am I gonna do? Um, he's like, you know, well first, how about you start your date to go for a walk. <laughs> He's like, because uh, I used to assist this executive producer who like was really wild and creatively like mm, advanced, I should say, in that she had the space and freedom to do whatever she wanted. And she lived by the beach and she's like, I'm going to open the window. I'm writing something about Nina Simone and I need Nina Simone to come into my window from the beach. And and at the time I was like not really in tune with all of this. I was like, this woman is crazy. I got to get out of here. <laughs> But the good thing about it, but I love her. I learned a lot from her. If she's listening, she, you know, I love you, Nina. So, um, but it, she had a, a life coach that would come. And I was like, I'm going to talk to this life coach to see yeah. like how I can get my life in check too. And so I told him about this struggle I was having. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm here. I'm trying to like, <clears throat> you know, put my passions to like, you know, um, to the test and really show what uh, really share what I can do really more like no ego or maybe there was a lot of ego in that moment actually in my life but um, we can talk more about that later uh, we have someone put can you start making a list Sophia of what we should talk yeah. about later <laughs> I've already I've already lost them though but, uh, but well yeah, yeah. I mean, okay I good so he's like hey you know Take this mantra and, you know, and get your get your mind right, get out of your mind, get into your body. And that was kind of like my first introduction into like wellness, you know, like, I mean, uh-huh. outside of me growing up in the church and, you know, like having my connection with how my family presented God to me, you know, that way. And then like having been, you know, 20 something in, in L.A. alone, like wanting to be like, what do I do? Like kind of like suffering for a little mm-hmm. bit and I'm not the kind of person to stay in 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 the you know the the watery emotions of like oof, oof, I need some stability like I need more I have more fire in me and so when water comes in it's like whoa it's been raining for a, like a week here yeah maybe more maybe longer and it's like I don't know how people like sh- shout out to people who can live in cities that it's like raining all day like I love, I love the water. I love the element of water. But like when it's here day to night for a week, excuse me. I thought I was a mermaid until I realized. Until this morning that we have sun finally again. Yeah, today we have sun. Um. So anyway, uh, roots. So I started to go to dinners at friends' houses, like just super casual, and we would always bring like a. A guitar out after dinner and like just kind of jam a little bit. And I started passing this song around. Um, or I just started saying like, Hey guys, I wrote this and I want to share it. And before I knew it, people would want to, people were joining like in a round and, um, yeah. and, and every time the next day someone told me, Hey, I woke up with the song in my head and like, and, and would thank me for the song. And I was like, Whoa, this is Whoa. like really cool. <laughs> No, and like really, and this happened for about a year. Like I was, I was like, just like let me see about the song, and I would share it, and 
And so when Javier was like, what do you want to work on first? I was like, this song. <laughs> so he trusted me in that. And then he like opened me up and we did a bunch of like body work and visual like um, uh, discovery to figure out where we are to, to start roots, like really root roots the song. Um, so we created a whole atmosphere to, to discover like what sounds would exist in this part of in this like, you know, um, visual space that we're creating the song, like what sounds would come out of it. So we, you know, we were kind of like thinking like swampy kind of like, you know, maybe there's a boat coming from the distance and bringing in some sort of something that we need and we're expecting it and we're, we're, we're you know, waiting for its arrival and all these things. We went, we went wild. And I think that's why, you know, I mean, I, and we'd love to hear your feedback on, on what you felt and what you heard and what you saw with the video and all this um, but that's where we started. We started with a medicine song, honestly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and when people listen to it, we it's like such a pleasure to like see their faces or to hear the excitement afterwards um, because it's 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 been made with love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Everything you just said. So in short, when I because I, I watched the video when you first sent it to me and my immediate response was gratitude was like, thank you. Like, thank you that this exists. Thank you for like feeding my visual. Thank you for feeding my audio. Thank you, like my oral. Just like like being really nourished and being, this is the feeling that I feel. And this is what came up for me today when I was re-watching the video and re-listening to the song on repeat. Um, uh, was, um, was this reflection of, and this is, I think this is what it is. It's this, this song reflects the the groundedness of those who are faith walking. And so it's like when you're, when my soul signed up to come here again and said, I'm down and I'm going to do this, this, the dissonance of being so remembered and so whole from early on for me, this I came in with a, a lot of intact consciousness and a really beautiful upbringing that allowed a lot of it to stay intact instead of it getting shut down. And uh, this, so this experience of having all this memory and not seeing it reflected carrying all of this like wisdom remembrance this knowing but looking around and being like okay like but I'm not seeing it and that feeling of that that distance the disorientation that requires this going in and this deeper um this deeper trust this deeper faith in this process of really getting to know oneself even if you don't see it reflected even if nobody validates the feeling or validates the the knowing right and your uh, roots, this this song, the visual and the song was it's it's one of those reflections of like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm literally rooted in the sky. Like I'm I'm pulled towards the mountains. Like that's like I am I am I'm I I am I am coming from and going to nowhere, and that's home. <laughs> yeah you know no, that's beautiful me, it's knowing, knowing that I've carried and that I have my greatest suffering and greatest struggle for a long long time 
and that I still when it's it that touches if it comes up even the memory of it or those moments even now those hardest days are any time that I have um forgotten or lost touch with that that knowing that knowing of like the great home of nowhere Wow, that's beautiful. And that's to speak about kind of like this collective conscious, you know, which is that wave that we're all kind of thinking and we're contributing to um, a collective thought, a collective way of, of, of experiencing this life. I can totally say that on my end as well. Like for the past several months, I've been writing remember down, like remember, don't forget. And like, don't get lost in the sauce. For me, the world is a circus at the moment. And I'm sure it's always been that way. (laughs) But it's really become like a huge circus where I like have to find the satire in it because there's, there are always moments to make you, to to create that dissonance, right? And dissonance Mm -hmm. is a beautiful word that is a very particular word for sound as well. You know, we, our ears are tuned, especially, I mean, in whose ear? Like the Western ear you know, has been tuned to hear harmony in the, in these ways, you know, based on these notes and these scales. Mm. And if those, if the notes or sounds don't fit in, in those, in, in that scale, that's like the, that makes you go, Oh, this is nice. Like I'm comfortable with this sound. It's, it's harmonic. Then you have the opposite, which is dissonance, right? The sound of like the ambulance, like the, that's kind of, you know, you don't want to listen mm-hmm. to that for too long. And you automatically, it makes you feel like, whoa, alert. Because, you know, people who are studying sounds said this is going to make people pay attention. And right. and so what dissonance does is it makes you pay attention because it's like, mm. what in the world? You know, but then you have to, I think what the work that we have to do is we, and I'm, I mean, trust me, like, I've been, I'm going through this as we speak. We can't stay locked in the dissonance because then we lose ourselves. And so we have to remember. And so like, it's an honor for us to hear that you could remember based on, you know, this, you know, these tiny little notes and these cool little visuals that we got together to, to help you kind of connect. Um, and, and, and we have to shout out Tremaine Townsend He's in Dallas. And when I was in Houston visiting my family for six months, uh, I guess it was two years ago or a year and a half ago, he drove down from Dallas and helped helped us with this video. We shot a lot of footage in Houston, and then I had to come back to Buenos Aires, and he finished up the video. And so thank you so much, Tremaine, for helping uh, interpret the sound through visuals and having, you know, and adding on to to the creation story that we were starting with Roots. So thank you for, for that feedback, Sophia. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, tell me about, um, so, okay, so here's one of the things where um, I think about vagina talks, I think about um, vaginas, I think about wombs, I think about how it's funny to me that I have a podcast called Vagina Talks because it's so specific, um, and uh, and I, I, um, it's very, it's like, to me, it's like all, it's like, how can, it's like everything's related to a birth canal, right? Like there's just nothing that's not. So it's like literally nothing in existence for our human experience that isn't in some way related to a birth canal, you know, metaphorically or literally. And, um, and what really kind of strikes me, two things strike me about having you and Javier with me today. And one is the practice of embodiment. And that to me, the benefit of the, the doing the pelvic floor work and 
body work at the root and um, kind of increasing our dialogue or understanding and our connection to our body, that like body knowledge and body wisdom. Um, and uh, is this is, is taking all of these concepts, all of these notions you talk about, heavy notions or light notions or heady notions, right? Like taking all of these different elements and bringing them into actual existence embodiment. So for me, like the vagina or the root, um, the yoni, the, the core um, is about, is, a, is about bridging from the visionary into the manifested. Um, and the second is the creative process. And so I'm just curious what comes up for either of you when I talk about, when I talk about that that process of embodiment and what it is to really be, to be here instead of to be thinking about being here. Um. Um, well, it's, it's really interesting. I think so. Um, like for example, in my case, music, it's, it's probably one of the ways that I can show other people a little bit of what's going on in my uni, my own universe, in my own head. So, so trying to put what is in my brain, in my hands, and then from my hands to any instruments or my voice, uh, it's something that has been like also helping me to not only understand myself, but uh, other people are starting to understand also uh, like what's going on uh, around me and around what I do. Uh, this also has been like helpful because I've been uh, like able to share like uh, at least thoughts that I have and ideas and also I've been growing up because I've been able to also like um, share this this uh, I don't know ideas with someone else um, I don't know it's I, I think it's it's uh, the most difficult thing I think in my case is to uh, be like to make ideas became reality. Mm. So it's it's a whole birth as you say. Like it's every time music comes out from us, it's like a new baby, and it's amazing because you can see how how uh, this new baby can can also make grow other things in other people. Um, mm. I don't know. It's, I think a little bit about that. Totally. I mean, we learn. I love babies. You learn so much from them <laughs> without even them saying anything. So that's such a it's beautiful true. way to put the, that. True. Like it's how, <clears throat> you know, how we made this baby and you heard it and saw it and you were like, oh, yeah. You know, like how often yeah. I look at babies. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, don't take uh -huh. the world too serious. Like, where's that innocence like that you have in your eye? And what do you know? It's like so mysterious coming yeah, from yeah. where did you come from and what do you have to teach us? So it's nice that you say like, you know, to see that we put it out there and then it's like, how can this also be like, how can this baby teach other people through, you know, being authentic and, you know, being um, a product of what we decided to connect with and share. <clears throat> and what I'll also say is uh, like to refer back to this, uh, <laughs> it's so funny because I'm, uh, to go back to the story, I met Javier first through hearing him, right? Through his sound right. and from Christian, who is the Canadian rapper. Uh, well, Matia is his, is his artist name. And um, Matia is the one who told me, you were singing like you, 
he told me this. You were like a big vagina on stage. And I was like, please tell me more. What do you mean? I love this already. And he's like, you you were singing from your vagina. And I was like, that is the best compliment that anyone could ever tell me. I really appreciate it. So now I'm, I actually always have that in my mind um, because I also, <clears throat> I also work with uh, men and women uh, who want to develop their voice. Um, and they could be singers or non-singers. We are all innately born knowing how to sing and create, right? And it's unfortunate that people are like, oh, I don't know. I'm not creative. I can't sing. It's like, why do we, why do we tell what's happening to where people think that? Like, we come from something very creative and however you interpret that thing or energy or person or whatever, you are innately creative. And look at what you can do. You can decide any what you want to do any day. You can create. You can co-create your reality, you know, and get whatever is in, like how Javier said, we all have our own mini universes going on in our own heads. And how do we, like, cross-collaborate? And how do we create our reality? Um, so anyway, when I work with these people, it's also like a class for myself when I'm doing these workshops because... Uh, I always, I always ask like, where does your voice, what does voice mean to you? You know, and then where does it come from? Um, and you know, obviously maybe people might point to their, to their throat or to, you know, to this part of their body, their mouths. But, uh, and, and I go, okay, well, where, where does the, the breath come from? Where does the thought that like helps push out the voice come from? It comes from your breath, you know, and where does that, what, what is, what does that entail? Um, the, you know, without breath, we stop, you know, or we pass on into something, something else. And so it's important for me when I work with these people. And then when I'm doing my work on stage to always root myself, because like you said, our bodies are intelligent. We have a lot of knowledge that's stored in our bodies from, I mean, who knows what and when and how and, and all these things. But, you know, we come from a very intelligent, um, natural force. I mean, look at nature. You don't have to, like, I always like giving this, um, this, this piece of imagery. You know, you have a fruit on a tree that's like ripe and ready to fall. It's not holding onto the branch like, no, 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 no. I, I want to stay on this branch. Like, I don't want to go, you know. Uh, but no, what it does is it gracefully just like plops down and it's so beautiful and juicy and like the color is like attractive because it knows it's going to bring that animal that's going to be like, ooh, I want you. And then it's got these seeds inside and the animal's going to eat it and like poop out the seeds and the seeds are going to make like a million more trees of, you know, it's like this yeah. beautiful cycle that naturally happens and there's no fear. So why do we generate so much fear? And so I know for, at least for me, when I'm, when I have to put my voice into something or when I have to put any kind of like sound or visual interpretation or performance art, <clears throat> I look to my body for, as a resource and as a guiding light and I trust it because I know that it has a lot of knowledge stored here. So I try to root and I try to connect, you know, the soles of my feet with the earth and really visualize and feel my connection with the earth and, and know that when my sound comes out, it's vibrating against my bones. And what stories do my bones have to share? Like, whoa, you know, like my bones and all of the fabric that makes me me, that comes from the people who came before me, that comes from how the people who were around them treated them, you know, before them and in their lifetimes. It's like all of this history that's in our bodies and and that's why sound and voice is so important because no one sounds like you. You yeah. have your, yeah, totally. right? Like you have your own sound and it's based on all of these things that you had no control over, right? That you had 
that have beautifully like um been you know uh, woven together to express you and so when i tell people i'm like don't be so selfish don't don't be so selfish about like oh i sound like this this is my voice you're not speaking just for yourself when you speak mm-hmm. and when you sing you are helping heal and liberate all of these people like no pressure <laughs> <laughs> no pressure but it's work and we need to be more conscious of that like speak without fear speak from your core don't speak from your head your head is going to throw you around and keep you in the clouds and it's cool to be in the clouds but like we need to figure out how to root ourselves more so that we can have this awareness of like it's not just about me this me this i this thing is it's it's really toxic actually and i and i learned living in argentina when i was teaching um i was a culture and language facilitator in the provincias like in these small towns so i just talked about like culture i was like i'm going to if you want me to teach you about my culture y'all going to learn about the harlem renaissance <laughs> I was like, here's some links and hues, like here's like where jazz was being started, all these things, you know. Um yeah. and and uh starting just like on a just like a like an alternative way of figuring out how to connect and oh shoot, I lost my track. What was I saying before that? Shoot. This is what happens. <laughs> I go on a rant and then okay, oh 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 oh, oh uh, <laughs> I'm like, don't be so selfish. You know, it's not just about you. You have to like commune with these with these stories and histories and these fruits and these riches that you have in your body so that you can express them and and you and the work that we're doing by being our authentic selves and speaking through our identity and and being um filling up with this charge of knowing it's not just about us. You know, um, this is what I was going to say. The I that we have in the English language that we get marked off wrong if it's not capitalized in English, mm-hmm. right? Here, it's, it's, it's Y-O, and it doesn't have to be capitalized. It's like I is Y-O, yo, right? And I had um, my supervisor at the time was like, oh, you, you English-speaking people are so arrogant and so egotistical. Look, it's always I, I, and the I has to be capitalized, and it's I. And I was like, well, I never even realized Whoa. that. You know, so being in being like this expat, you know, you learn so much about about you, what you thought was I don't know what you what you didn't give two seconds thought of for before. You now like really reconsider, like you know, it really burns my my soul when I hear people say like I'm from America. I'm like, but this is America too. These are the Americas. You know, like we don't have a word in English that's estadounidense. Right, which is like a uh, United Statesian is what it would be, like directly translated to. We have American. That's insane. I have that prop. I have. To, yeah, that's it's it's a it's an, uh, it's symptomatic. It's what it is. Yeah, I really appreciate everything you're saying, and I and I'm having that moment of just being like I've I've so often had this experience of like not wanting to capitalize I specifically when typing writing by hand it's like it's it, that's sometimes that's I don't know I capitalize a lot when I, I like write everything in capitals a lot when I'm journaling and things like that so I feel different about it in that regard but um like a printing when I'm like printing things but you're, I'm just having a moment of being like yeah well, we don't need to yeah we don't need to capitalize I what a what a what an unnecessary step of as though we wouldn't know what just the letter I meant in a sentence I don't know. It's all interesting. And we have a lot of work to do. This is also what Javier and I and Javier and I are discovering. Like, we have so much to unlearn. 
and yeah. or to relearn or to just be aware of you know yeah, like yeah. what do you think yeah it's changing all the time like yesterday for example i was having this i i'm still like working on the idea because it just came to me yesterday but it was like i was trying to understand like like first time i I, like in my own process, I've been these all months understanding that I'm just like uh, another self of a huge uh, organism that I don't really know what it is. But well, I mm. I know a little bit. Probably I'm a little self from a city called Buenos Aires, and this city is from a bigger cell uh, called the world, and the world is from a, it's another little cell from the universe, and the universe, you no, know, you know what I mean. So I was yeah. thinking, like, wait, if I'm that small, like, what's the whole purpose of being, like, sad? You know, it's silly. I was thinking, like, it's so silly to be, like, spend my time as a, such a small self being sad. and being, like, <laughs> like, it's, really, I was thinking myself last night, I, like, it, it's so selfish of my, of me being sad. Like, first being so small, then... Uh, like so many things to do then like being so insignificant and like just killing myself thinking I don't know because I'm sad because I don't know it's raining too much or whatever so it's been so interesting because interesting all these things that my brain is trying to understand at this time of my life because it's it's even changing like my my dreams you know what I mean like understanding that probably I'm not I'm not uh, I don't know, a unique person, a special person, and just understanding that I'm just part of, of something else that is bigger. Uh, it's been changing my whole, like, conception of everything, and it's been, like, really helpful. You know what I mean? Like, like yesterday I was like, man, I don't need to be sad, any, like, never again. Like, like yeah. why? It's so stupid. Yeah. Like, so silly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I think... Music is is helping us to to first try to keep understanding all these new concepts that probably our new generations are understanding. But also I think it's it's helping us to share, you know what I mean, and to understand. That's why I was saying before, like like in my case it's helping me to understand what is in my universe and then trying to share with other people to hear what they think. Probably my universe is not correct. But or it is I don't know. But uh, the only th- the, just sharing it to someone else is so amazing because it grows so fast and it grows the the idea, all the ideas, in a way that that I can feel that even I'm so small that I can do big things. You know, after like if I use correct like my energy, I would be allowed yeah to like. Uh, grown as a community finally and and probably understand that my 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 time on earth is just to help uh, and keep growing all the generations so we can keep evolving to i don't know to get to a new place yeah well, i just I, I love it and i just had this conversation with a friend of mine last night actually we were just talking about this the great relief of realizing like like a like all you can do is your part, right? And that like there's there was a time we were having a conversation about the difference in the perspective of like, oh, well, all you can do is your part and that feeling of being like, and it's not enough, right? That like shaming, self-doubting version of like, well, I can only do what I can do, right? 
versus this like shift that's like, no, 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 my only job is to be this one little cell and to just do the job of that cell. And that is my greatest impact. Like that is enough. Like I'm not, I'm not supposed to do anything else. I'm not, that's, I'm not falling short when I fulfill my cells, um, you know, calling or radiance or, you know, like that, that's, that that's really, it is enough. And no matter, you know, that, that, that's the, and that liberation and that, um, that easing of suffering, you know, and that's what I hear. I hear you talking. It's like, I hear the Buddha, I hear Bodhisattva teachings, right? Like I hear enlightened being teachings. It's just like, yeah, I can just do my part and like, let the suffering, I don't need to be sad. And not to say, right, it's like, right, it's like, and the feelings come and go, right? Like that understanding, especially as artists, like that's part of our, um, it's part of our uh, inheritance or, or like construction is to feel the feelings, right? To sing the songs, to feel the, like to have the, the experiences, you know, but to hold on to them and to make meaning of them as though um, we are obligated or weighted or defined by an experience that passes through us right that we are then have to be this thing because of that as opposed to this having an experience and being like and that's the thing like and then I just do my little selves like I'm just so little it's that like I that you know uh, yeah yeah it's amazing though I'm enjoying lately understanding how small I am and I'm understanding because I think like as any self in any any uh, body, let's say, or any organisms, like there's millions of cells, and and maybe it looks like it doesn't matter if one cell dies or not. No, you know what I mean. Like one cell, yeah. maybe it, like you could think that maybe it could not make any difference, but maybe that cells decide to do something like well, maybe can create, I don't know, another finger or, you know what I mean, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it sounds yeah, crazy because yeah, yeah. I'm trying to translate my idea to English. But <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is like, like okay, like uh, maybe if I die, it's not going to change much. But maybe if I don't die I, and I do my work, I will be able to get more people and, and like build a finger or... <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We want another finger. So it's um, it's crazy. Now, one thing is saying it, and the other thing is that my whole mind and body understand it, no? One time you say, like, oh, it's so stupid to be sad, and it's so silly. Now, don't be sad. That's another <laughs> thing that I'm working on. But I think last night, honestly, it helped me a lot to understand. Like, like I was like, man, it's so silly. Like, really, like, I don't need to be sad. I'm, like, so small. And suddenly this morning, someone posts on Facebook this huge, like, uh, photo of, like, universe. And there's, like, like uh, I've just posted in my Facebook and it says, like, um, uh, like relax, man, you're here. And just showing this light, little tiny, tiny dot in the huge universe. And I was like, yep, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> We should all go to bed watching uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about the cosmos. It's just like he's like he's like Miss Frizzle in in the Magic School Bus. He's like right. Well, I'll say too just to bring us back to the Positive Force team, which um, later I'll also tell you about how we came up with the name. Um, but talking about this, like you know, going on a journey, you know, like. Um, journey music, you know, if you're happy, if you're sad, if you need encouragement, if you're going on a road trip, if you are like getting out of something, if you're about to go into something, like 
life is a journey, you know, and and we don't ever have to be stuck in in a place where we don't want to be. I mean, th- you know, things can be well, you know, it, it's it's a hard it's a hard conversation to have because we have a lot of um, institutionalized things going on that are that are systematically keeping people small and keeping yeah. toxic things uh, flowing. Uh, so what happens is our minds start keeping us, you know, keep the, it enslaves us. Just like Javier is saying, like, I don't want to be sad. Like, you know, and, and getting into your body movement and expressing it to, like, get out of that mind trap, you know. And so this idea of, uh, well, I, I don't, I don't necessarily, and I'm not talking about privilege, like, based on like system like institutionalized uh like i don't know the way that a government will will decide that these people should live this way so i'm going to or like it'd be safer for these people to live this way so we're going to put this hat on the government i'm not talking about that kind of um freedom i'm talking about a self love a self love and a self awareness that i think if we all could tap into that resource we would just be a little we'd be kinder to ourselves and to each other and we'd have more respect for nature and for and for this big mystery that we don't know you know your 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 show vagina talks you know it's i i always love the word yoni <laughs> because uh i when I don't know, vagina, everyone has their preference. But for vagina, I'm always like, oh, this is like a doctor talking about my vagina. You know, it's like, no, we're going to do a test on your vagina. I'm like, okay, all right, doc, like, do it. (laughs) So when I started figuring out, I remember having this conversation actually here with like a girl who's from England, a guy who's from Waco, Texas, me, a guy that was from Montana, uh, someone who's from Argentina. We were talking about like, what do you, how do you call your genitals? Like, I remember having this conversation and this girl's like, I don't like, this English girl's like, I don't like to talk about it. Like, I'm like, girl, it's there. You need to, hey, go and get to know your, go and get to know whatever you want to call it because it's there and it's beautiful and you need to touch it some more so you can be comfortable giving it a name. <laughs> but, um, and I discovered Yoni in this moment because I was just like, I don't know. I want to, I want to name my vagina what I want to call it, you know, like, and I want to call it my Yoni because like I looked up what it meant. And I was like, yes. And source of all life, sacred space. Uh, good heavens. Yes. Let's do that. So anyway, um, that's just how I identify with my genitals. <laughs> if, if anyone was wondering. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. With, one of the reasons that I, you know, I called the show Vagina Talks was just because of like, again, I view my, well, whatever. I don't even, wow. Wow. Did you hear all the silent judgments that just came up so quickly in my head? Cause I, I did. Wait, wait, time out. Let's, let's talk about judgments because this is a good thing to, to, we can, we can support each other in this. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we can say and do whatever we want. Like, it's, it, as long as it's coming from a place of love and of uh, compassion and always like extending gratitude, like with no attachments, like it's hard. But let's do that. Like, you know, we are taking this role of like, we want to do conscious music. What is that? That sounds frightening to some people. What words do we use to not make people uncomfortable and not say that we're doing X, Y, and Z? It's like, just say it. Like we met with, we had a meeting recently and this guy's like, everything you're saying, you need to put in your press kit because you're like not really saying it. I'm like, yeah, because we're afraid. We don't want to like say this music is for people who only want to like wake up. Cause like people think they're woke already. Like stay woke, you know, hashtag stay woke. I'm like, if yeah. you want to help people wake up, how do you do it in a way that's like 
you know, I don't know. I don't want to trick people, but our minds are so, uh, they like comfort. And so if something's like, whoa, this is going to be like different and maybe it's going to make you question some things and maybe you're going to get uncomfortable. Maybe I don't want to do it, you know, and I don't ever want people to feel that way. But then again, we need to be evolving. So it's like, hey, like this is conscious music. You're going to feel something. You're going to go on a journey. Don't you want to like evolve a little bit? Let's do it. So I invite you as well to be unapologetic with us in this movement. This is how we're going to all evolve. Like let's, let's, change our speech. Let's, let's, uh, adopt a new way of, of sharing, uh, language and thought and ideas and sound and mystery and all these things without any fear. I think that fear is good. Fear, we all have fear, right? Um, fear comes from not knowing, right? It comes from this unknown. It comes from this, you know, when, when something is unknown, it shakes your comfort zone. And we, and as humans, we want to be comfortable. And so this great unknown, this mystery, it's like, um, we, we, we are afraid of it. And, but I think it's okay. Like fear is, fear is good. The, the fear that makes you say like, okay, uh, there's a pool here and it's freezing cold, but I'm going to jump. Like, oh, you have this thing, you know, it's like one, two, three, ah, and you jump. Right. And it gets you in there. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did that. Like what, you know, and that kind of fear is good, but the fear that, that keeps you small, you know, the fear that, that, that makes you feel like, um, that, that takes you out of your natural, your, your supernatural, I can say like, you know, um, integrity, you know, this going back to like, you know, the fruit just drops and it trusts and it knows that someone's going to come and eat it. Or if not, then the mushrooms are going to do its thing and take over and like, you know, regulate, you know, the, 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 the eco, uh, uh, the ecology of the world. And so I think that we have to, I'll present this idea as well because I think this will be good for all of us to consider. And I, I say this sometimes with the people that I work with to just kind of like get out of your minds and into your body and into the present. Like you have two ways to walk into a dark forest, right? You can walk into a dark forest like um afraid and like uh, thinking at any moment something's going to jump from behind the tree and like kill you like you know or like there's going to be this poisonous thing that's going to wrap it it's like your mind can take you anywhere you know that every day you put your hat and your coat on the door but when you go lay in bed you turn the light off your mind says that's a man <laughs> no it's your hat and your coat you know this, but our minds are so powerful. I think now is is a really it's a great beautiful time for us to like work with our minds a little more to know that this is this isn't it. Like this is my hat and my coat. Stop making me think this is a man who's trying to kill me in my sleep. You know? So we can walk into the forest in this dark forest one of two ways. We can walk in like thinking that anything at any moment's going to come and like take away our breath, right? Which is probably our ultimate fear because we don't know what's going to happen after. Everyone has ideas and opinions. And, and so but because it's like this uh, it makes us uncomfortable. So we have this we generate this fear. Right. I, um, this is a big notion to say, but I think once we can incorporate being comfortable with dying, that we'll have less fear. I don't know how we do, how we can do that. I have a lot of theories. Can you put this on the list of what we can talk about later? <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Good. So yeah, let's, let's chew on them. Uh, so you can walk in, cl- like when you walk in, like with that kind of fear in the forest, you know, you're, you're like crouched over, you're, you're hunched, you know, you're closed, you're protecting your organs, you got your hand, you know, you're like, your bones are like tight and you're like anxious and you're like in survival breath mode, you know, which is 
keeping you from doing so much because you're afraid of, and it keeps you small and it keeps you stagnant and it keeps you still and it keeps you closed and you don't, and you draw lines, you know, and you put up walls and you try to protect yourself. And, and that's one way to walk into a dark forest. (laughs) (laughs) The other way. <laughs> yeah. Take the red pill or the green pill. The the other way to walk into the forest is to walk in with curiosity and respect. Okay, yeah. we are at this point. If it's dark, that means we aren't relying on vision, which a lot of us have this sense. Some of us don't. And wow, we should talk to these people to learn how they get on on a daily without seeing, you know, people who don't have their sight or who have lost their sight. But so let's say you go into this dark forest and all of a sudden you can't see. So you have this sense that's like muted. And so then it's like, well, how can we turn on our other senses so that we feel comfortable? Right? Like, how can we listen more and perceive more and, and I don't know, smell more and taste more so that we can say, Oh, okay. This is a cool flower that glow that has this iridescent thing going on. I'm not gonna touch it because I don't know if it's poisonous, but I'm gonna admire it and like look at it and approach it and maybe sing to it. Let's see what happens if I sing to it. You know, let's see what happens if I walk over here to this like thing that I've never seen before. Instead of being afraid, I'm gonna like learn about it. I'm not gonna touch that snake because I'm sure it can fly or something. I don't know. Like your mind is 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 curious but respectful. You go to the abyss in the ocean and there are animals and situations that happen there that we have no idea. First of all, we don't even know. Like people are still <laughs> discovering and then when you see some of those animals it's like freaky town, you know? You're like, "Whoa." But those animals, like if you walk into this dark forest, they can't really those things don't uh, are not their height in the light, you know. They thrive on darkness. And not to say that darkness in this case is negative or harmful or bad. It's a different existence. And so figuring out how to maneuver and get through this forest in a way that we can commune with it and 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 not be small. We can grow. We can come out with some growth and generating some of that. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Javier, what do you think about this ways of journeying into the unknown? Uh, yeah, I agree. I think, I think, um, I don't know. I think maybe it's, you have to be just open mind in this, in this moment of our lives. No, I think, um, like, uh, First, you have to understand that, like, all the knowledge that you have in your mind and in your body and in your knowledge, it's it's knowledge that it came from uh, our parents, probably, or our, or humans that were behind us, and they. I. It's how I just think it. I think they were just they did the best they can. No, like they 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 yeah. tried the best. And they leave us like this uh, floor, so we're, we we can build on top of it. And probably when we die, our sons are gonna build on top of that. Uh, I don't know. I think we just need to get there, like without without um, judging anything, especially without judging what happened before. Uh, more maybe trying to figure out and solving things that they were not able to solve because so many things happen. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. One of the reasons no, I, I yeah. love Javier is because when he's like, 
okay, we're going to do this. But the root of it all, it needs to be music that cures and heals. You know, like sanación is the word in Spanish. And in English, it translates to like to heal, to cleanse. Yeah. and But it's like those are really strong words, right? And they're beautiful words. Uh, they're beautiful words and it's what we want to do. But it's like, how do we get people who are like, how they're like, I'm good. I'm clean. I don't need this. I don't need the positive force. <laughs> how do we get them to listen to? Because we don't want to say like, only if you're dirty, you got to listen to this to <laughs> cleanse yourself and to heal. Only if you've had some, we've all had trauma. If you are a human, you have been traumatized. Okay. Unfortunately, some people have gone through more trauma that they can remember, you know, versus maybe your memory or your reality. But we've all gone through trauma. Look at the history that we know. It, it was written by who? Traumatizers. Okay. And, and, and what did these people look like? What did the majority, I mean, you don't even have to give me an answer. What did the majority of these people look like? What was their mission? You know, like it was a lot of, Huh? Ownership. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, dominating. Let's just fucking say it. Like, it, like white supremacy, controlling resources, suffocation, ownership over bodies, power, uh, sexuality, um, creative life force, God ownership. I mean, that's. I mean, it's like I just fuck. It's like just fucking say it. Like that's what we are, and that's what we've been. That's what's been pressed upon us for generations and what you and I and, you know, and you listening, like what we are doing is like breathing into these imprints and letting them dissolve and, and inviting a deeper truth to reveal and even more so the, having the courage to create something even, in, even from that. Right. To make something from that, that, that is, um, that inspires even our ancestors past. Right. That like, like not just a going back and remembering what our indigenous ancestors knew or know, depending on kind of your understanding of how far you can access your indigenous lineage. We all have one when we were of the earth. Right. And, but it's like, but to not only just remember, which is key, but also to come into this creative space, to actually create, to alchemize, to be birthing, you know, the, to, to be inspired by the music from once we heard and to be willing, like you said, to share our voice, which is unique and unprecedented. Totally, totally. I mean, absolutely. Like alch alchemizing, I think that's like, it's a great word because we have the power to do that. You know, and how do we do that? How do we transmute? How do we understand how to like use all of that? I mean, this is like one of the beautiful um, uh, examples that I can give. You know, look at look at blues. Okay, blues came out of oppression. <laughs> you know, look at how look at salsa, like. Look mm. at look at these dances. I mean, remember when you told me like you were comparing like how people here in Argentina like dance no, tango? Yeah. Can you share that story? I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um 
It's something really interesting because, like, uh, if you go to Colombia and you see how Colombian people dance, uh, they they uh, dance with the flo with the feet really close to the floor. And when you mm -hmm. come to Argentina, you you can see they dance. They dance, but like we move better, but <laughs> <laughs> but 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 we don't move that much the feet from like we don't take them like so far from the floor. And I was like under trying to understand this, and I find out that Colombian people were used to dance like that because they were in chains. They had chains in their in their in their legs in their feats so they were they were not like completely allowed to dance uh, like mm. like completely free so that's why probably if you see Colombian people dance you're gonna feel that you're gonna see that we move more like a lot our shoulders or a, like our body and our legs we also move it but it's it's hips. it's yeah it's now like hips and it's but it's related because it, it was because we our ancestors are like lots of our ancestors where in, we change. Here in Argentina, what happened is that uh, in some point they decide uh, that... I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure about the story in Argentina, but I know they took out all the black people out from, from Argentina. They There was a war against Paraguay. They were saying, they were saying that they, they, they were not agree. That what they told you here is that they, were not, they, were, they didn't agree with slaves, so they were out. But I think the true story is that they were killing them, and mm. and they were they were they were not agree. But the ones that they were here, they or take them out or kill them. Mm. So it's interesting how how all these uh, little things can affect the whole culture of a country. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Y yeah. Crazy. No, like speaking on that, like um, the movement, and I mean, like what we what we carry. Okay, so Javier is like, we, you know, let's have this be the core of, of our work, like sanación, you know, healing and, and, and remembering. And so when we do that, we have to do that without judgment. We have to do that with, with expression and freedom. And we have to say thank you and we have to love. And that's like the balm and that's the like, that's going to be what soothes it so that we don't generate more and carry that within our bodies. Remember how we talked about bodies are intelligent? So we don't yeah. keep passing this on to yeah. people. Yes. And so, um, I, I don't know. I think when I feel, Um, when, when we talk about, you know, like, mm, well, let's just talk about it. Like the mysterious part of us that we don't really have a lot of, um, eh, what's the word? Like confidence in, you know, like being able to, to sense, to use our senses, right? Mm -hmm. Our senses are very numb right now. Why? For a lot of reasons, But, a, but one big reason is because of all the shit that's in everything. <laughs> you know, if you really like, right. if you took, if you changed the way that, if we changed the way that we put things into our bodies and we what we surround ourselves with, I mean, our senses, we would be seeing energy and doing, I mean, I, this is where we are going. Like, oh, yeah. but what, we're drinking these things and it's like, we have to then go to the extra step to have money, to have the filter to do it or to like not buy so much plastic because da, 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 whatever or you know we're we're eating these things that we think you know it's healthy or vegetables but what what's Monsanto doing I don't know if Monsanto is in in the states 
Monsanto, like, oh, you know, they put a bunch oh, of chemicals yes, in, yes, in the yes, vegetables. Like, yes. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to eat vegetables. But they're putting shit in the vegetables. <laughs> and it's like, well, now I need to I need to grow my own stuff. Like, how do I yes. do that? I don't know. I feel like we're coming closer and closer to, like, let's just not trust any of these companies until they can prove to us that they care about us. Because it mm-hmm. sucks that I have to think twice about scraping the pot that I have because it's toxic stuff in a pot. Why would you even, why would that even give, be given the okay to put a toxic chemical in a pot where you know people are going to be cooking and putting food into their body? And it's like just, we're just numbing ourselves, like with pollution and all these things. And I think that if we can really work on like trying to cleanse ourselves of, of what, you know, consumerism and capitalism and all of these, like, uh, people who, I mean, not to just dish on capitalism, because people who, like, are hungry for power will figure out how to do it and how to make people, like, draw this, like, inferior, superior line, which we need to figure out how to, like, you know, erase. But um, if we could be a little more, um, if we could come into our our mystery more, right? So sensing intuition, gosh, if we could just listen... (laughs) To our intuition more, you know, we wouldn't we probably wouldn't have to be like, don't be sad. Like, no, just listen to your intuition and you won't be like, do it. Yeah. You know, like if we could tap into um, knowing that we are supported and surrounded by a, a force or a love or a God or, how, or an energy or however you want to say it that wants us to do well. Mm-hmm. That wants us to like be the be that fruit that just grows plump and falls plop and feeds the monkey and then the monkey can dance because it's you know full now and then it can like poop out the seeds and like ten more banana trees come up you know like I don't know um, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say all this because you're like, if only we can't. And I'm like, is this the time where I say out loud, that's what I do? Is that when I say that? Like, is this when I say that? Like, this is when I say that, right? Like, that's why I'm on this planet. Like, that's when I say that. Like, I definitely need to sing more. That's for sure. There's some art in me that's, like, knocking at the door. And, like, I, that's what I do. I actually have a course that's starting in May 23rd. And the whole point of it is this remembering. That's the whole thing. I, like, I can, I, I just, I couldn't, people asked me to, like, teach them how to do the things that I knew how to do. And I was like, I can't teach you how to do the things, but I can teach you how to feel. I can teach you how to sense. I can, and, and by teach you, I mean, I can create spaces where you, where, where, but between your body and the mystery of all things, you can experience with consciousness those things. Like, and you can interpret and you can, and feel free to interpret. You don't have to have someone telling you what is right and what is wrong. And this notion of right and wrong, let's just get rid of that too. And so, right. And and so this is why when Javier was like, let's like put this as the core of our work. Like, let's do it in a, in a, you know, really avant-garde way with music and sound and visuals and, and create community this way so that we can, we can bring this like healing to people in a really cool way. 
um, that has you reflect and remember and be like, okay, now we're increasing the dialogue, whether it's the inner dialogue, by you just listening to music and seeing videos and like being a part of the experiences that we present. Great. Yeah. Or if you're with a group of friends and it's like, cool, like, I don't know, you, things start coming out, then that's the work. That's, that's, that's why we're doing this too. So we support you. We have to continue to like encourage people to like be unafraid of, of doing that, you know, like, don't be sheep, like, wake up, and yeah. let's, and everyone can be a, a wolf and a leader in their own way, and, you know, be with the pack, and then go and, and be with yourself, so you can figure out how to, like, n to master your gifts, you know, or to, to, to discover your gifts, and then to master right. them, so that yeah. then you can yeah. share, and then you can do it with confidence, you know, that would be cool. And like to be curious, like if we could be more curious and less I, judgmental. I, I gotta, I gotta share this with you. And then I want to, I feel like I can hear you, Javier, thinking something. I want to hear it. I am, um, you go ahead. What is it, Javier? Okay. So I, when you were talking earlier about babies and how you look at them and think like, what do you know? And talking about the similarity between music. What I started doing a couple of years ago was when I meet babies now, I will actually hold them and then drop into that deep listening space that I have cultivated in myself and, and that was there naturally that I've expanded. And I will ask the child, like, what do you know? What do you remember? Like, what do you see? And goodness gracious, what these children have shown me. Infinite oceans that don't have an end. You know, the light, like lightscapes that I can't even begin to show you. I mean, like profound imagery, sensation, like these children know stuff. And for me to know to ask is one of the greatest gifts of my life. And it reminds me of when we listen to music, when you drop into that space and you listen to a song and that song like like Roots um, or other other music that's like, you don't have to make meaning of it. It just moves through you. And it's like, it, like these things just, and that, that, that curiosity, that openness, that listening from the bones, that listening, that's that softening around the edges. And um, what's one of the ways that I describe asking our bodies for information is like, you connect to a part of your body, breathe into it. And then you drop like a question in like a, penny into a well like a coin into the well and then what you do is you just feel for the ripples so you like drop the question and then just like wait for the ripples and just whatever that looks like whatever that feels like whatever that sounds like whatever that um reminds you of that that the experience of the rippling as it lands in your being that's the that's the, that's that moment of wisdom shared. And so to listen to music or to commune with a baby, right? To draw, to commune with our body is this, it's the same, it's, it's the same or similar skill set in terms of how we listen. Totally. I mean, we were just watching some information last night about how you know, we can hear when we're in the womb before we can see, before, mm -hmm. you know, any other, any noise comes out of our bodies. Like we are listening, mm. you know? No, and, and that we listen, that our bodies are also um, sounding boards. 
that like our organs, our tissues, our bones, that like our ears listen, but that we are constantly ingesting like vibrational frequencies are their information that's coming through the body as well. Yeah. yeah. It's cool because I think like if we could challenge people like to actually listen and not pretend to listen, you know, like don't just be silent <laughs> to be polite because the other person's speaking and you know, you should be listening. So I'm listening in quotes. No, it's like, actually listening like going to that place where you were asking the baby and this has happened to me too that's why i love it like i love babies and i'm always always honored i feel like it's a blessing when there's a pregnant woman at a show or when a pregnant lady and her baby or, or a baby or his baby they come by and it's like thank you for blessing the space with this new life like i just i'm like we're gonna have a good show guys there's a baby here <laughs> 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 you know um yeah it's, it's interesting i think we're living in this interesting era that we're also uh understanding so many things no like like also i was thinking last time also about like how how one language is not enough to communicate again like we're our ideas and our our own universe is so big that is, again, so silly to just try to communicate in English or in Spanish. Like, even both languages are so, like, not enough, no? And, right. And I think it's interesting because like, in this era, we're also learning how to communicate in so many other ways, no? Not just, yeah. like, body language, but also technology, like, technology language. Uh-huh. Um so I don't know. It's I'm I'm so happy to be in this era. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm cool. I'm enjoying it so much. You know, the other thing is I've been thinking about this too. Is that you know part of the the colonization and the domination and breaking down. I think one of the major tools of colonization was mystifying, was creating this idea of of a mystic, this idea that there some people were spiritual and sensitive and some people aren't. You know, was one of the tools. Um, and mystifying our inherent nature to be connected to things. Um, but that one of the things that happen in um, language erasure, that the language that we, the languages that we have, Spanish, right, is colonizing English. They're colonizing languages. And so they're missing a lot of vocabulary, actual vocabulary for experiences that I, I imagine um, did exist. And that for us to, A, make space, reclaim, and learn, and also to be willing, which, which, and we know this from resilient cultures, which is like the creation of new language, of new words, of new phrases, right? And, 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 and the permission that like, we're not breaking the rules because there isn't a word for it. We're like, no, there isn't a word for it. So I'm going to make a word for it. And we're like, the word for it holds an energy or a resonance or a history that undermines its truth. So I'm going to let that go and let let uh, uh, something that it matches um, a, a wholeness to it. Something that I'm, I'm into as well. Totally. Wow. There was a moment when I was like, I don't want to put any words on this on this album. Like, because it's so right. restricting. Like, uh, and, and seeing it. I don't know, seeing how like, you know, if I'm in a I'm in a country where the first language is Spanish and if I do shows and if I make a choice to sing lyrics in English, I automatically know that I got to do more than just get what the words are saying across through the words. I got to I have to figure out how to have people feel the words because they might not understand it. And finding that, you know, 
has, I mean, I, it's been really fun to discover that and to have people feel like, and then I have friends who are bilingual that are like, you should translate it so that people can also see what you're saying. And then I get frustrated with language, like language is, it puts, it's another way of putting a line. I don't know you because, or I can't, I don't, I'm not comfortable with expressing myself or interpreting life through you because I don't understand you. You know, it puts up this, this wall, um, and I don't know, like I was, obviously that'd be a really extreme thing to do to, to do it. Uh, maybe it wouldn't be, maybe we'll do it soon, um, sooner or later, but to figure out how to like appeal to the masses without restricting it through language. Um, and I, that's why I love like what Sigur Rose does, you know, they like, they create their own language <laughs> and they sing yeah. and you feel it. Um, and anyway, so yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to. We have a couple things here that I don't know if we want to go back to or not. We're going to move towards like wrapping this up. One of the things you made references to a few things you made earlier on. I didn't get them down, so I don't have notes. But one is the positive force team name. Yes. Okay. So the positive force team comes from my parents. I'm going to send you a picture later to share with your listeners. So my dad was a pioneer in the black hair care industry back in the 80s. Um, they, he's, my parents are from New York. My dad passed away when I was 16, but while he was in the prime of his life, uh, he was courageous enough to open up a chain of hair salons that catered to black hair care. Um, and when I say black, I mean, if you have like really, um, your texture of curl is like kink. <laughs> it's like the, like Africa. Like you gotta put some like love in, like to get, you can't get a comb through it, you know? Um, on its natural state. <laughs> um, so, and all, you know, there are a lot of different textures and varieties within that, but he realized in this time that there weren't hair salons that catered to like women of color. Um, and all these products weren't for women of color's hair. So they were either damaging or they didn't, they weren't sufficient. And like what ended up happening is you have, you know, people doing their hair in the kitchen, moms and grandmothers doing their hair in the kitchen, like kitchen hair. And that's like a normal thing in, in, in the community of, you know, uh, people of color. And so he started these hair salon chains and they were called soul scissors, soul scissors. Like, and in this moment (laughs) it was very, um, Shocking to see a beautiful black bald man who was straight and who who did hair, you know, in the 80s and who came from nothing and all of a sudden was able to generate, you know, business for himself and, and you know, ended up like they they would travel the world doing hair shows in the time when it wasn't so popular. So like I have a statue of my dad in front of the Eiffel Tower with an award like they had gone to do a hair show like these crazy hair shows they were called the positive force team when they were doing this right so they would go and they would be all like costumes on point like crazy like choreography the hairstylist would be doing hair the music would be playing they would take the capes off and the person getting who just had their hair done would walk down the aisle the catwalk and come back and they would do this thing and they would win awards and they were called the positive force team and I like I grew up with that and and I've always wanted to because unfortunately in that time they didn't teach a black man how to be a successful businessman so he lost all of his money and so I've been always wanting to figure out how to carry on my father's legacy like keeping the integrity of like 
creating community and being artistic about it and traveling the world about it and sharing. And, and I asked my mom when we were like, I was like, mom, do you mind if we use this name? And she goes, yeah, it's okay. It's, it's like, I love it. And I said, well, why did you name, why did you guys name this entity, the positive force team? And, and her response was so b- beautiful. She's like, well, you know, you got to stay positive. And we were dealing with people's heads, you know, like, <laughs> Like direct access, you know. So it's it's an honor to call ourselves the Positive Force Team because it comes from that. Like it comes from a lot of that for from my upbringing and from just the history of of all of that that we can talk about in another episode, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but also exactly what Javier's saying now. What's happening now? This is a very interesting time to be alive. Um, it's it's you know it's going to be difficult to like wiggle out of some of the old skin. You know, it's gonna we're gonna feel a little bit of the sadness, and we should feel it, and we should also get out of it so that we're not in it for so long, so that we can be in uh, you know our in a state of expansion and sharing and loving. Um, so yeah, that's where the positive force team came. <laughs> love it. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's like a, I just love. I'm I'm a lineage. I'm a lineage. I dig really dig lineage. So I love. I really love that. And I just love. It's like it's also so. Um, it's like yeah, the positive force team is like my response. I'm like obviously they're great. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have we. So one of the things that we did is we have a song that we're kind of like inviting people to the studio if they want to like pick up a tambourine or if they want to play some drums or if they want to like clap or <clears throat> add their vocals, they can do it. And so what naturally happened, I mean, like people were leaving the studio like I left it all in there, like, you know, like really using it as a as a as a way to heal themselves and like grow as musicians. And we can see people like growing and transmuting things and it's beautiful. And so what naturally happened is a jingle happened. A jingle came. And so we're going to should I share it? Okay, this is going to be like morning voice and everything, but and everyone started singing it. So we're going to be we're going to put it in the album so that people can learn it and sing along. And hopefully when we do shows live, people can like join us and it and feel like a team and feel like a community. So it's like, this is what it feels like to be the positive force team, positive force team, positive force team. Any time of the night. Yes. Yes. So it's like, this is what it feels like to be the positive force team, positive force team, positive force team, any time of the night. (laughs) Oh, that is, uh, yeah, it's already, I'm like, it's caught me already. Right. So good. So good. So it's good. been a really so fun process. I think so. Like, uh, lots of people are are connecting to everything what we're talking about lately, and and it's amazing how how people are like uh, wanting to be part of it, and and these kind of things like the jingle. Uh, it was just a a nice moment because like like one of the things that day we wanted to do is that. We were like surrounded of so many people around that day in the studio. But at the beginning, we were just the two of us recording and everyone was just like kind of working for us, no? like recording videos or the engineer or whatever. But at the end, we were like, man, we need to share this feeling. Like it's so fun to record yeah. and it's so fun to put your, your heart and your brain in something. 
that that in the second song we were recording, we were like, hey guys, this is a new song. Like it's probably halfway. So I think we need your help. <laughs> and all, all that people that were that day, they get like so excited of, of understanding that they were part. Like there's some friends even send us messages like, man, I'm so happy to be part of it. <laughs> and it's interesting. That's why also like all like our all whole concept is again changing because we're figuring out how to be more uh, creative in a community way. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're still like, like probably our generation. It's it's uh, our job is to figure out all these things so the next generations can build on top of that. Uh, but it's amazing. I think it's, it's an interesting feeling, and it's interesting because I think it's not just us. Like last night, I was like looking this interview of um, an artist called uh, Brian Eno. And he was talking exactly the same. He was doing like this lecture, I think to Red Bull or something like that. And he was speaking exactly the same. He was like, man, every time I go to speak to music and art, I try to tell everyone like, don't work, like don't get a job, just do art and, and like like uh, find a way to create things with a community. Mm. Um, so yeah. Cool. We're yeah. having lots of fun. So much fun. And and even like in the beginning, <clears throat> we're like, should it just be the positive force? Like, nah, we were like, team has to be in there because it just makes, it, it creates like by default, it makes, you know, how can you be a part of the yeah. positive force team? Yeah, yeah. How can you contribute? How can we do this? Like, let's do this. You know, like I used to be a camp counselor. So like my, my old roommate yeah, used to always... I know she's always tricked me like you can be like <laughs> come on guys all right who wants to play the drums you do you want to like shake what your mom gave you all right cool let's do it we're gonna put it in this track and you're gonna forget all your problems and then we're gonna have some like wine afterwards who's with me <laughs> yeah. well last night we were talking about like um uh... Like, uh, send your CV. Your yeah, yeah. CV. We're gonna have. A, we're gonna start a new campaign soon, and we'll, it'll be great. Um, maybe we'll we'll get it tight, and then we'll share it with your yeah, yeah, with your yeah. listeners. But it was something like you know, we're now accepting applications um, to contribute to the positive force in the world. Like, right. if you want to join the positive force team? You know, yeah, like sign up your, now. Yeah, sign up. Send your resumes. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't know. It's like, are you are you part of the team? That's good. Um, well, we have lots more to talk about and I'm, I'm feeling cooked. So, um, I, we'll just have you back. Yeah, let's be, yeah, we would love to come back. Let's come back, right? We'll just, we'll just come back. So before we close, I have two closing questions, but really I have three closing questions, but just before I go on to my closing questions, is there anything that you feel like you want to say on your part? Either. No, just to always listen like i mean i i hope that whatever we have said has made you feel closer to everything and not um distant i think you know sometimes we speak from our egos and our minds and all these things and and i'm making a really conscious effort to get out of that and so i want to just say that i love everyone who's listening yeah i think so yeah um no, I think I'm grateful for all the the people that are like supporting and putting love and energy on on what we're creating. So, nah, just that I think so. Like, grateful. 
Grateful. Awesome. So my, my second to last question is, um, where do you want people to come and find you in the land of, in, I guess on the planet, but, and specifically in the internet world? Is there a place that you like to have people connect? Yeah, right now we're using Instagram as our main hub. Um, so we are under, we are on Instagram under the positive force team. And there we put like a bunch of videos behind the scenes, what's coming soon. Um, and then we're also uploading from there to Vimeo. Uh, we're using Vimeo as kind of our like extra hub outside of Instagram right now. But just if everyone go- goes to Instagram, we'll, if we have something on Vimeo we want to direct them to, we'll, we'll put it on Instagram. But that's a cool way to, to be involved in like seeing what happens behind, you know, behind the scenes in the studio, seeing what we're cooking up, um, what, we're, who we're supporting, why people should know about them um what we have coming up as far as like you know we're working on our musical we are considering going to do a tour in asia soon so anyway we have a lot of things happening and we would love to keep you keep you all um informed and we're doing that via instagram at the moment and does your instagram have a link where people can go download um uh roots so our instagram has the vimeo the video link but we also okay. have a Bandcamp and a SoundCloud. And we are the same if they go on SoundCloud or Bandcamp. Um, it's the positive force team is how they will find us. And um, on Bandcamp, um, they can purchase the song that we have just now on Roots. We have Roots on there now, but we are going to upload the whole EP um, when we finish. In June, we'll be finishing. We have seven songs. It's going to be cool. And... <laughs> Yeah, so that's how they can find us. Thank you so much also for asking because that's the part that like, you know, people who def- who are like professional artists, even though we are all artists and innately creative, people who take this as like a daily job kind of thing. It's like we forget to be the business part of ourselves. Like, actually, yeah, keep keep informed by following us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, stay informed, stay connected, go download the track on Bandcamp. Um, you will be journey music enriched. So my closing question is we are birthing a new paradigm. We are bringing, alchemizing the reality we've had into a new one. And I would love it if you would share with us what does it look like on the other side, through the birth canal, through this threshold? What is this? What's the world that our children get? That is the best case scenario we've, they're working with our, with our seeds have planted, they've sprouted, they've fruited. What's the world that they are living in? What does it look like, feel like, sound like, smell like? What are we building? What are we birthing? Do you want to go? <laughs> uh, whoa, tough one. While I would like to say... Oh, everything's going to be like, you know, peaches and cream and unicorns and fairies. I think that what's going to happen, in my opinion, is there will be a constant balance uh, or uh, search for balance in technology and nature. And like things that have to do anything within technology and anything in nature. And when I say nature, I'm also considering like ancient histories. So how to incorporate technology so that we can involve 
and uh, use this, you know, use our brains and technolo- technological advances to everyone's benefit um, to help us evolve instead of, you know, creating things within technology that will keep us um, small. And uh-huh. so I think that in the future, there will be really beautiful discoveries. I mean, this is like goes without saying in, in, in the world of technology. Um, and my hope is that we will be instigating right now change uh, so that people can balance, okay, what can we, how can we incorporate our ancient knowledge with technology? And I have no idea what that's going to look like because it can be anything, you know, like we could be living some, we can be doing some cool stuff. <laughs> like I think Gorgeous. That, right. Um, I think that people will be also more in tune with their, with their senses so that we will have a lot more of what people call magic happening. Um, yeah. and magic is like a different understanding of consciousness and that's what's happening now. So you'll, I think that there'll be a lot of cool advances with, with, uh, the magical side of human existence. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Also, um, in my case, I think probably communication is going to be like more developed. Mm. Um, And and I think it's going to be interesting because I think uh, we're going to figure out probably other ways to communicate and it's going to help us to understand each other and to probably mm. don't lose so much time and so much energy and things that probably other generations had to suffer because we didn't have the correct words or we didn't able to express ourselves or uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting and it's going to be really like creative a environment I think so like I don't know hmm. I I want to be there <laughs> awesome well thank you both so much for joining me and I am so grateful to have you here and um, I'm just going to say one more thing before we close out to my listeners if you are interested in taking the virtual course you can take it from anywhere on the planet if the hours are weird the calls will be recorded It's 10 weeks of healing, of sensitivity building, of transmutation and alchemy. I would be honored to have you with me and hold a space for you to grow and heal together. You can check that out on my website, sophiawiseone.com backslash SU for soul unification. sophiawiseone.com backslash SU. Check it out. I love you. I'm grateful. Mariella, Javier, what a gift. What a treasure. What a delight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sophia. (laughs) Remember, everything that we talked about in today's episodes will be in the show notes. So go there for links. For more content that you're going to love, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast. Share this episode with anybody you think you'll enjoy it. And share the love with a rate or review wherever you listen. And to find out about all the mad adventures I'm up to, check me out on Instagram at SophiaWiseOne uh, or come to my website, SophiaWiseOne.com. I am Sophia Wiseone, daughter of the wind. I am calling you to rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up and take your place.
Thank you, gorgeous. I am thrilled and grateful for your support listening to this podcast. I want to invite you to come check out the Patreon. If you think this podcast is the bee's news and you're grateful that it exists, I want you to know I'm grateful that you exist. Come join the Patreon. I call it the temple. We are healing. We are musicking. We are podcasting. We are together. Come check it out. You can find it through Patreon backslash Sophia Wise One or through my website, sophiawiseone.com. Y'all know you need to hear that, though. You know. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know. Okay. Yo, I'm so excited about Vagina Talks right now. Don't pretend like you don't know this is the best podcast you've ever listened to. Don't pretend like you don't know. You know.